Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Pastor Steve Kramer, radio preacher for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. I'd like to tell you the first part of a wonderful Bible story about a young man named Joseph and his family. We find this story in Genesis 37 and 39. Joseph was the 17-year-old son of a man named Jacob, who was the son of Isaac, who was the son of Abraham. And Jacob had the same promises from God as his grandfather and father did. Land, many descendants, and God would make him a blessing to the nations of the world. Now, Joseph had 11 brothers, but he was his father's favorite son. His brothers didn't like him much because he would tattle on them, and they resented the favoritism shown to him. They started to hate their brother even more when their father gave Joseph an expensive coat of many colors. They resented that. To, to top it off, a couple different mornings, Joseph woke up and told his brothers about his dreams of them bowing down to him. And they were so mad. If you think you're going to be some sort of king over us, you've got another thought coming, they said. Even his father chewed him out a bit for sharing his dreams. One day, though, when the brothers were out tending the sheep, Jacob sent Joseph out to check on them, and when the brothers saw Joseph coming, they conspired with one another. Here comes a dreamer. Let's kill him. We'll throw him into this nearby dry well and leave him to die of thirst. They grabbed Joseph, stripped off his coat, threw him in the well. When they were done with this evil deed, they saw a caravan of traders off in the distance coming their way, probably headed to Egypt to do business, and the brothers had a sudden inspiration. Hey, instead of killing Joseph, let's make some money by selling him to those traders. After they pulled him out of the well and sold him off, the brothers killed the goat and dipped Joseph's coat in it. They took it back to their father and told him Joseph had been attacked by a wild animal. Jacob was deeply grieved when he saw the bloody coat. Well, in the meantime, Joseph was taken to Egypt, where he was sold as a slave to a man named Potiphar. God was with Joseph as he went to work for Potiphar, and he blessed him in his work. He soon actually became the administrator for Potiphar's whole household. Unfortunately, though, Potiphar's wife noticed how handsome Joseph was, and she tried to seduce him more than once. Joseph wouldn't give in, saying, how could I do this to my generous master and sin against God? But One day, when he was alone in the house with her, she grabbed him, tried to drag him into the bedroom. He managed to get away from her, but left her hanging on to his coat as he ran out the door. While keeping the coat, she reported to her husband that this slave had tried to have his way with her and ran off when she screamed at him. Here's what's written at the end of the story. Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. He took Joseph and threw him into prison where the king's prisoners were held, and there Joseph remained. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. And before long, the prison warden put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and everything in the prison. That's the end of our first part of the story of Joseph. Really, it's quite a story, isn't it? Playwright Andrew Lloyd Webber thought so. He actually wrote a musical about it, Joseph and His Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. 
While Weber emphasizes the dreams, the Joseph story, though, is really more about the faithfulness and the sovereignty of God. There are some important truths for us. First, it tells us that God's people are not immune from the hardships of life, and we also see the sinfulness of man being shown in this uh, story as well. We see that Joseph's not perfect by any means. He's a tattler and doesn't know when to keep his mouth shut in front of his brothers. But when he does hold the high ground in the name of God with Potiphar's wife, he still takes a hard hit for it because life isn't fair, even when you try to do the right thing. Now, in the midst of all this, though, there's a line that keeps showing up for us more than once so that we don't miss the main point. And the Lord was with Joseph, it tells us. Joseph was never deserted by God, but helped by God. He blessed him in Potiphar's house as well as in the prison, didn't he? Life can be difficult, it's true, and hold unwelcome surprises for us, but here we have some reassurance. The Lord is always with his own. Of course, we shouldn't be so surprised by this. We know another story, don't we, of another who loved us and gave himself for us to rescue us. From our sin, God's Son. After his resurrection, he appeared to his disciples, and they they soon uh, found themselves peeking around corners if he was there. They he popped up so often, and at the end, his last words, "Lo, I'm with you always, to the end of the age," was ringing in their ears. And he was, and he is. The great writer G.K. Chesterton long ago was once asked by a reporter about his own conversion, and he said, suppose Jesus were standing right next to you, what would you ask him? Without missing a beat, Chesterton replied, he is. He is, like the song goes, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known you're not alone he's with you you can hear more from pastor steve kramer on the cc broadcast at christiancrusaders.org thanks for listening to the daily dose a partnership between three ministries first is the cedar falls bible conference whose 99th annual conference runs between saturday july 25th and saturday august 21st see cedarfallsbibleconference.com for more information Second is Christian Crusaders, which, in addition to this podcast, hosts a weekly radio broadcast and another podcast featuring conversations with inspiring Christians. And third is Fresh Wind Ministries, the spiritual care arm of Western Home Communities. Find more information about them at Fresh Wind Ministries on YouTube or Fresh Wind Worship on Facebook. Please see our show notes for web links to these ministries. If this broadcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries listed above. Thanks again for listening, and may God richly bless you.